0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. This is the Perfect Strangers podcast. My name, of course, is Furby Montano, otherwise known as Chubby Elvis, and I want to thank you for joining me today. This episode of the podcast is being brought to you by Creative and Caffeinated. Creative and Caffeinated is a small women-owned business created by Amanda Cisneros, she creates and sells stickers, stationery supplies, accessories, and other handmade items from her digital designs. Many of her designs are geared towards fellow small business owners, artists, and caffeine enthusiasts with an emphasis on mental health and self-care. And she happens to be my sister. So I know I sound biased by saying this, but my sister Amanda is a fantastic artist. So much so, I buy her stuff from my own home. And it's not because she's my sister. It's because I love it. She is so talented. She is so good. My fiance just bought a coffee mug from her that she designed herself. I myself have personally bought a painting that is hanging right beside me, right by my desk as we speak. She has plenty of products available to you. And if you go to her website, creativeandcaffeinatedshop.com, you can see all of them. That is creative, the word, and caffeinated shop. Com. Okay, so this week on the show, we have someone who is absolutely killing the TikTok game right now. Her name is Abby, otherwise known as Abby20. That is five B's, four Y's, and the number 20. Now, I first saw Abby's videos when she did a little giant's lip sync and acting type of deal on TikTok. That was so spot on, so good. So hilarious, and I absolutely love that movie, so I had to follow her. Lo and behold, I look at all her videos, and this is what she does. She does lip-syncing videos to popular movies, popular commercials, uh, anything you can possibly think of, and she is so good at them. We chatted a little back and forth, and I invited her on the podcast, and to my surprise, she said yes, she wanted to join. And I can tell you our conversation went very, very well. I really enjoyed speaking with Abby, getting to know her a little bit better, learning how she goes about doing her TikToks. Uh, She's also a physical education teacher. I asked her a little bit about that. And she is a splice master, the app splice. So I'm not going to take up any more of your time. I'm just going to let you enjoy Abby, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for listening. All right. So it's very nice to meet you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I've uh, I've been watching your TikTok since your first like Little Giants one, the fumble rusky one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was I was like, oh, this is this is amazing. This yes, like okay, I I I understand where she's coming from. Like this is this is perfect. So
1: that's actually like my most recent Little Giants one, which I haven't done one in a really long time. But I saw the audio for the first one that I ever did, which is the. Spike, don't play with girls, you know? And I was like, man, I love this movie. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna recreate this scene. So I went with it and that video, I, I can't say that it like went viral or anything, but it had like 155,000 views. So I was like, oh man, this is so cool. <laughs> and so from then on, you know, people were like, how do you look like all the characters at the same time? So I found as many audios as I could and just kind of rolled with it. But that, those have by far been my favorite ones. No, you you
0: you did a great job with them. It was like your your facial expressions were so like on point <laughs> and perfect. Like I couldn't even explain it. Like the, the I'm going to score a touchdown. Like I'm going to score
1: a <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she's so awesome at
0: this, man.
1: That's definitely a favorite childhood movie of mine. I grew up with two brothers. So, of course, all the sports movies. And uh, oh, man, that one was just that's just one I could still watch today and love every second of it.
0: I could not agree more. Although (laughs) when I was a kid, so I'm a, I'm a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, but I grew up in New Mexico. So I grew up until I was about seven as a Cowboys fan.
1: Okay. It
0: it was hard for me to root against the Cowboys in that movie. I
1: I get that a lot in my clips. It's like, man, I'm from Texas and I can't root against those Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool.
0: So obviously it seems like sports are a big part of your life, right?
1: I mean, I enjoy sports. I'm a, I I watch sports. Um, I usually watch any sports movie that comes out and I am a coach. So I guess you could say sports are a big part of my life. <laughs> what do you coach? <laughs> I coach junior high, girls, basketball, volleyball, and track. Oh, wow. So you're all over the board. So Yeah. So this is actually like a perfect day to do this because I'm in between after school track practices and we haven't quite started meets yet so we we just finished basketball like a couple of weeks ago so it's been busy but this is my last sport <laughs> for the for the year. That's awesome. <laughs> and what do you what do you coach in track? Um I mean we kind of coach all of it. Okay. Uh, I would say my specialty would be like the long and triple jump because that's what I did when I was in high school those were You know my my field events, but same. We kind of just coach everything together. That's awesome.
0: I was uh, I wasn't a triple jumper. Triple jump was a little too much for a dude who weighed two forty when I was in high school. (laughs) But but the long jump, surprisingly, I I placed at state. So there's that. Oh
1: my gosh, that's (laughs) so cool!
0: Yeah, I was by far far the biggest. Oh, what did I jump at? Twenty?
1: No, yeah, twenty. I don't remember. The fact that you even made it to state, that is yeah, so cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I placed, I think, fifth in state. I got a medal. I remember that. It was one of, like, the bronze bronze medal. Like, they gave it the f- top six or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I placed in long jumps. That was cool. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I'm very impressed
1: right now. Well, thank you.
0: It's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not often you meet a, uh, you know, fifth place state champion in 2006 in New Mexico 3A track so
1: it's not and you know that's that's more than I could say about myself so no, I never went to state in track for anything
0: <laughs> what would you what were you what were your events in track it,
1: it changed every year you know when I was a freshman I was like you know real real small so I had all sorts of energy and you know no body weight. So I could just fly. And I was on, uh, I was in the 800, which I hated. Nobody wants to sprint for two laps. No, that's You know, nobody really even wants to sprint for one, (laughs) but, uh, I was, I was in the 800 and then I was on the 800 relay. And then I was also on the mile relay and we went to regionals and my coach told me if you can run faster in the mile relay, I will not make you run the 800 done. You know, I was anything to get me out of that 800. I wouldn't have done very well in it anyways, I'm sure. So, um, and then my sophomore year, I ended up getting sick at some point and it was like a, a very energy draining. I basically lost my spot on, in every event. And so when I finally got better, my coach put me in the mile for conditioning, but jokes on them. I ended up going to regionals in the mile. So, (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. Clapping for you. <laughs> That's yeah. Cool. So it just, it just depended, but the one constant was triple jump. That was, I, I just loved it. I don't know why. That's awesome. Yeah. I,
0: yes. I, I do miss track. I only did track for one year in high school. Um, I wish I would have done it all four years now, but I did it my senior year and um, I was by far the biggest dude who was running. <laughs> they had me in the four by one. relay. Which uh, I don't know why, but I was I was pretty fast for how big I was, and then uh, I also did. I mean, yeah, it sounds like it. Well, then I did shot putt, discus,
1: and long jump, so I was kind of all over the board. <laughs> Man, that's really cool. That's really cool. Relays, the they're the fun races. I love a, I love a relay. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you're a. Um, I I, I actually have um, a pickle with you right now. Because I was watching some of your videos and you were dissing people that liked sea salt and vinegar chips, and I have to say, I oh. love sea salt and vinegar chips.
0: Well, I, I I am sorry that you're wrong with your taste buds. I am because, uh, I am one of,
1: yeah. I am one of the ones. I don't know what it is about them. I don't know what it is about them, but I think it's just because I don't really like sour foods but they're only sour for that first instant that they hit your mouth. And then, and then it fades out. I don't know what it is. I love a good sea salt and vinegar chip. <laughs> I, I just can't
0: do it. Like I don't mind sour. I don't mind like very tart stuff, but sea salt and vinegar, for whatever reason, it just, it hits my tongue and I, I can't do it. My fiance <laughs> loves them. Like she has a bag of them in our pantry right now and she doesn't understand how I can't do it. Like, I can't. I just, vinegar for me is one of the grossest things for whatever reason. Like pickles. I, uh, I hate pickles too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love pickles. Well, for ever since I was a kid, when they, when it hits like my back taste buds, like it literally, you know, that like not to be too graphic, but that like this saliva. like tingly feeling. Not even that for me, it's that like saliva, like you're about to puke. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I get every time. Oh, <laughs> Every time I eat a pickle, I yes. get that. It's the grossest thing ever.
1: Oh, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. That's I'm I'm sad for you that you can't enjoy a life of <laughs> pickles and sea salt and vinegar chips.
0: Hey, you know, I, I think I'll I think I'll survive. Um, but I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. I guess if you're a state champion and or not a state champion, but a state finalist in the long jump, I'll let it slide. Hey, fifth place. That's what I was mm. gonna say. Fifth place. <laughs>
0: So I have to say, I love your videos of you wondering how you made varsity basketball. They're like the greatest. Oh, ever In yeah. my life. Your, your breakdowns. are Yeah. It's great. I love it. <laughs> Number one. How, do you, did you just have like, did you just have these lying around and then what prompted you to do that?
1: I had a high school teammate reach out to me. I probably have not talked to this person in 10, 15 years And she reached out to me and asked me if I had any of our old game film because she wanted to watch it. And as a matter of fact, I did have all of the game film. My mom put it on DVDs for me um, for Christmas several years ago. And they they actually are still in the Christmas bag that she gave them to me. And and uh, I I pulled them out and was trying to figure out a way because I don't know how to take a DVD that is burned of. Video and then burn it again to mail off. So I was thinking, how can I put these online? And then I found out that I could add them to my Google Drive. So then from there, I found out that I could I could screen record. And I thought, oh my gosh, what was I even doing? So I would I was screen recording them and sending them to my friends. Like, how did I even make varsity? But this is ridiculous. And then I kind of just thought this would be really funny, like a funny thing to put out there because you know, no one wants to just go off and. Show all the cool things that they did. It's funny when people see how big of a klutz that you can be. So that's what I wanted to do, and <laughs> I still wonder. I'm just—I swear I wasn't always clumsy, but when I was, it was like get her an Oscar because that was so unnecessarily dramatic.
0: <laughs> they, they were spectacular. I gotta say, and your your commentary was just like the icing on the cake to those. They were well done. Yeah, well done. I, so that is thank that is you, genuine TikTok entertainment. I gotta tell you,
1: <laughs> I was trying to channel my inner, um, Elise Myers when I was doing the breakdowns, and yeah,
0: fair, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, like, that made me want to find old like football videos that I had. And I remember one that I used to watch over and over is one where I got absolutely destroyed on a plane. Uh, like, oh. I, like, turned around, and this dude, who I grew up with, by the way, he was, like, an absolute wrecking ball our entire life, and he hit me right in the solar plexus with his helmet, and I was done. Like, I was down for a good, like, ten minutes, trying to catch my breath. I remember, like, when it happened. Oh, my gosh. But then, like, watching it back every time, I was like, oh, my God, he really fucked me up. That was great. (laughs)
1: Some of them I some of them I can specifically vi- envision in my head but I can't for the life of me remember what game they're from. So now it's just turned turned into a game of how long is it going to take me to find this one clip that I'm thinking of. And probably when I do find it it's not even going to look as bad as I remember how it felt, but it is what, what it guess. is. <laughs> I have a whole montage coming up. I I've already like made them, but I don't just want to post, 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 post. So I make them and then I just kind of save them in my drafts. And then I think, hey, I'll just post something today. And so uh, I, ha- I have a good montage of um, every time I had the ball and just turned it over for absolutely no reason at all. So you can look forward to that one coming up uh, in the next couple weeks.
0: <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to it. Whenever I see one of your videos pop up, I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun for another minute. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs>
1: I try to keep it entertaining. <laughs>
0: so what's your, what's your favorite sports movie of all time?
1: Um, I really love The Waterboy. It also has like, you know, it was a movie that I used to watch with my dad or me and my dad could just sit together and quote The Waterboy, which we have done several times. It's just one of those, you can quote the whole movie. It's just so great. Awesome. And and I love Adam Sandler. He was one of my first celebrity crushes. So,
0: yeah, I, hey, you could do a lot worse than Adam Sandler. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler's great. I I actually he just, is I, one of the best. I looked that movie up on Wikipedia not too long ago. They actually filmed it like right up the road from my house here in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. The, all the all the football oh my gosh. Were Shot right up in Orlando at. Um, Camping World Stadium. That's, like, right up the road from my house. So, yeah. I, I didn't know that until, like, a couple months cool. ago. Cool! Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then, uh, have you ever been to Louisiana? I, I, lo- I love stuff like that. Have you, ever, you have, what? have you ever been to Louisiana?
1: Um, I've been to Shreveport, and then I've been to New Orleans once, and that's the extent of my Louisiana visit. Okay. Because yeah,
0: they, they nailed... Louisiana culture so well in that movie. Granted, it's like a caricature, yeah. but it's it's pretty spot on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's it's great. It's just constant laughing, constant laughing, and then of course the whole sports aspect of it is just fantastic. Oh
0: yeah, hundred percent.
1: What anytime, anytime, anytime somebody says the number is sixty-two, I always have to do. <laughs> where, where he's like 62 62 there you are and he like throws in the ball <laughs> yeah
0: i'm so happy there's someone else that understands that knows those quotes let I say shit like i know it
1: just <laughs> it takes one word to trigger that bobby boucher voice every time did you ever listen to adam
0: sandler's like comedy albums he did in the 90s
1: um I feel like I did maybe when I was in high school. It's been so long, but I wasn't I wasn't ever into like just the sitting and listening to comedy stand up. So I if anything, if someone shared like some YouTube clips of it or something, or I might have heard a few things, but I, I don't think I've ever just sat and listened to his stand up. I'm sure it's incredible though.
0: Well it's not stand-up. So what he did, it was like oh. half it was half like very stupid songs and half were like think about like if it was an SNL skit, but Adam Sandler was writing it.
1: Oh, okay. And they were like super okay. dirty
0: and super grotesque, but they were hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. If, you're, if you ever like have Spotify or something, like pop on just one of Adam Sandler's things. Yeah, it's very stuck in a time, but it's still hilarious.
1: Oh, it, yeah I'm definitely gonna have to look into that because i he is one of my favorites I love him i i I watch pretty much anything that comes out that he's in what's your what's your favorite sandler movie um i I would say the water boy it's it's he has all of these different those are my cats fighting yeah. right now. do you hear that? I can hear them. <laughs> <laughs> okay there sorry um Anyways, my favorite, favorite, I love 50 First Dates. It is like the cutest movie. I think that him and Drew Barrymore have such a great on-camera chemistry. This is Rudy, by the way. He says, Hey, I'm trying to get him to calm down. I have a tuxedo cat too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is the feisty one. So <laughs> anyways, 50 First Dates by far. And it's it's also a good background movie for me if I'm just like uh, I don't have anything to watch, but I don't really want to pay attention anyways. That's what I put on.
0: You know, I've never seen that movie all the way through. I oh my goodness. Every oh, time, it's every so time sweet. I, every time I see it, it's always like on TNT or TBS or something yeah. like that. And it's always at the exact same spot. It's the spot where like, they're getting out of the Jeep and Rob Schneider's there. And they're like arguing. Oh, who <laughs> it is. Every single time I see that movie, it's right at that scene for whatever reason. <laughs> And I've seen it from that point on, but I've never seen the, like the first half of the movie ever.
1: Oh, man. It's good. There's some good scenes in the beginning. That's a good scene to start on, too, though. I think you got him. Not good enough. And she keeps <laughs> hitting him with the bat. That's the one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where I always come in.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I keep telling people, because you're like the third person I've told this to, that I've, I see it from there, and I've never seen the whole movie. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And then I forget. So now I have to actually do it.
1: (laughs) You do. And it's one time it was on Amazon prime and now it's just never anywhere. It's never on Netflix. It's never on Hulu. It's never on prime. You know, everyone pays all the money for all these different subscriptions and it's not on any of them. So I need to just buy it on iTunes or something so that I can watch it anytime I want, but that's fair. It's so good.
0: Have you seen the movie Jack and Jill? but he did
1: i i did not enjoy that (laughs) i so i
0: strangely enjoyed it not not because it was a good movie but it was like i don't know like one of those movies that was so bad that i almost kind of see the humor
1: in it Mm, (laughs) yeah there there was a time period where he was doing those jack and jill type movies that i really wasn't into those movies i was into the the very early you know Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, Big Daddy, but then there was that that time period in like the mid two thousand ish area that I, I I couldn't really get into those movies after Click. Yeah, there were some the bedtime stories one I wasn't super crazy about, but I forgot about that movie. I didn't. Yeah. enjoy
0: that means I didn't really enjoy it. If I forgot about <laughs>
1: <it>. <laughs> the these
0: ones that he's doing on
1: Netflix though, they haven't been too bad actually.
0: No, I've enjoyed them. The the one where with uh Jennifer Aniston where they're trying to solve the murder. I can't remember the name, but it's oh. actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called murder mystery. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ridiculous six I thought was great. They filmed it in my hometown. And it was Oh yeah. What town is your hometown? Uh Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was around the time they were filming a lot of stuff there. So I always love watching stuff like, oh, that, I know where that is. I know where that is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course they they like film stuff and then they they edit it, but they're in totally different parts of the city for it. So I'm like, oh, those are nowhere near each other. That's that's not real. Right. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> you gotta love being that nitpicky person. I do. I do the same thing when I'm watching a, a movie. You know, when two people are having a conversation in a movie, and it'll show. Straight on them talking, but then it'll show the person that they're talking to. And you can kind of see the side of this person's mm-hmm. face. And if it's a girl, it the one thing that drives me so crazy is when she's talking and her hair is like this. But then when it's filming from the side, you can tell her hair has been tucked behind uh, her ears. Yeah. I'm going, that's not how her hair looks in this scene. They keep switching her hair. I <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me so much. But every time I'm mm. her hair was behind her shoulder a second ago and now it's not. <laughs> There's, there's two mistakes
0: in big movies that always bother me every time I see them. The first one is an American pie. Um, the scene where Stifler goes up with the girl and he's drinking a beer um, before what's his name, you know, comes in the beer. Anyway, um, Stifler's cup is clear when he's talking and then they switch scenes and he has a blue cup and then they switch back and he has a clear cup again. I noticed that oh, as a kid, yeah. like, oh, you guys fucked up. <laughs> And then the other one in fast and the furious they have the scene where they're about to race and the guy has clearly has like a t-shirt on a black t-shirt and then they go to the front view of him and he is wearing a tank top and then they go back to him from the side and he's wearing a t-shirt again and i'm like wait you guys there was a disconnect
1: here <laughs> how did wardrobe not catch on to that yeah
0: i was like was it hot and he took off his shirt like what what's the story behind this? Cause this is, yeah. this is bad.
1: I, I remember on Valentine's day, actually in high school, I went to go see taken with one of my friends and we did not know, but it had subtitles because the time of day that we went, it was, um, for, uh, hearing impaired. And I thought that was so cool because I'd never seen a movie in a theater where they showed subtitles for hearing impaired. And, uh, so we saw taken and it had subtitles. So naturally when I watch something with subtitles, I find myself reading more than I find myself watching. Of course. And the scene where he's asking his daughter when she knows she's going to be taken. And he says for her to just start yelling out any noticeable features of the person taking her. Um, whenever she is first yelling it out, she says something about um, tall, dark hair, mustache tattoo on the right hand or something like that. But then whenever he's on the airplane flying and he's playing that back, she says tall, dark hair, beard tattoo. Ah. And I wouldn't, I would have never caught that. But the fact that I was reading the sub because I read it, it was in my, my mind. So I was like, no, she didn't say beard. She said mustache the first time that's messed up. Somebody typed that wrong. <laughs> somebody my friend you know is just like shh watch thing. <laughs> i like putting stuff out like that too my fiance gets angry she's like shut up we don't <laughs> <laughs> i have to i have to tell people what i'm feeling when i watch them. i know it's annoying but i'm just like i really like her shirt i wonder where she got
0: it <laughs> <laughs> you ever get looks from people like in the theater also like
1: what what i'm <laughs> I've never gotten a look from a person in a the theater, but also don't go to the theater very much. It's so expensive now.
0: I haven't been in about, well, I guess right before COVID. So about two years.
1: Oh, I mean, I've been since then, but it's just, I mean, I went to go see Spider-Man, the newest one. I can't even think of what it's called right now. Not No Way Home. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think No it's Way, Way Home? Home? I think it's No Way okay. Home. Okay. Uh. And for me to go by myself, it was a four or four 30 showing. I mean, of course I had to get a popcorn. Yeah. I don't even think I bought a drink because the drinks are just crazy expensive. Also, sure. it was like $20 for me by myself for my ticket and medium popcorn. Uh, Not a small, I had to get a medium. You got a spring for the large. It's like a dollar more. i know but i didn't want to make myself (laughs) sick which i ended up eating way too much popcorn and feeling sick anyways but
0: oh man i yeah i think last time we went so we used to go to one where you like sit down and actually eat in the theater um oh those were always very expensive because the meals were like it was glorified like stadium food you know but yeah. it, was, it was good. Um, but yeah, those were always like sixty or seventy dollars. So we never really wanted to go to the movies because we were like yeah. know, obligated to buy a meal because they have servers and stuff there. I think the last time we just went to like a movie, movie, none of that. It was yeah, like you said, like twenty bucks a person or so, yeah, more. It was insane. It's
1: it's it's crazy. So now I can I can usually just wait until it comes out on you know Redbox or HBO if it ever comes out on HBO Max. It's unless it's something that I really want to see. It's hard for me to pay that price. I'm very. I don't like to spend a lot of money on unnecessary things.
0: <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> right yeah. With you. So how did how did you get into teaching, or what made you want to get into teaching? I should say.
1: Um. Whenever I graduated high school, I was very undecided on what I wanted to do. The two routes that I wanted to take were either theater or athletic training. And those are two, I don't even know how (laughs) I pulled those two things out of the air. I think one was like, I really like sports. So athletic training would be fun. And I really love theater. So this would be fun too. So I actually started college as a theater major. And I quickly realized that theater is not like one-act play where you're just hanging out with your friends and going to rehearsals. It's very hard work. Mm -hmm. And everyone had to audition for the fall play. I don't even know what they called it, but it was like the big play that they put on. And the year that I was a freshman, the play was, I I think it's called 12th night, the Shakespeare one. That's just like the movie. She's the man.
0: Yeah. I think it's 12th night. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I had to do, a Shakespeare monologue. And I walked in, I had been re I could not for the life of me memorize and I could watch a movie one time and, and quote several parts of the movie. But for some reason, I cannot retain the Shakespeare. I can't. And I remember walking into the, to the audition and there were three college professors sitting there and you know, you have to introduce yourself. Hello, this is who I am. And I am auditioning for the part of this. And I remember starting my monologue and just like it was in the fortnight of, you know, I I said two lines of this like 15 line monologue and went, thank you. And just walked out. (laughs) It was the most embarrassing thing ever. I'm sure the professors were like, please tell me this girl is not going to be in theater. So, um, yeah, theater lasted one semester. And then I switched over to kinesiology. And the routes for kinesiology are, you know, physical therapy or, um, you know, coaching or athletic training. And so I was very, um, I wanted to just like be done with college. I didn't want to be in college for a long time. And I, I had a friend that was going for physical therapy that had like six years of school. I was like, I'm not about, I'm not about that. Yeah. So, um, I, I decided to go the coaching route and, That's how that ended up happening. Being where I'm at now, I love it, of course, but I kind of wish I would have had more aspirations back then just to see. I mean, sure, could have been a physical therapist, you know, but that's how I got into uh, teaching and coaching. I just, I always loved playing sports, being part of a team and thought, well, since I can't do that anymore, maybe I can coach a team and still feel, you know, that adrenaline rush of a close game that you end up on top, you know,
0: (laughs) what's the, what's kind of the, is it a similar feeling coaching to playing or is it a little different?
1: Um, it is a similar feeling, but at the same time, it is so frustrating because as a player, and I was the same way in high school, you know, your coach tells you to do something because they see it. And when you're on the court, you don't really see it. So it's hard for you to understand what they're telling you to do. And so I'm telling my players like, Hey, if you'll go set this screen and do this, you're going to be open and they don't do it, man, just give me a Jersey. And I, I would just want to go out there so bad and play. It just almost breaks my heart that I can't just go out there and join them. A lot of times in practice, I will, if we're doing some kind of a five on five or game play type stuff, I'll jump out there and play with them. So
0: I can, I could, I can see you if you like get really competitive when you're with your players one time and like stuff, one of them just be like,
1: yeah, and running. <laughs> I would never stuff one of them, but I, I have like, you know, I'll get a steal. I'll be like, whoop, whoop. Just kidding. Here you go. I'll give it back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. You have like a perfect temperament for a coach. Like very, I can tell you're, you're intense and you're focused on it, but you you're very like, you seem very fun loving. So And and yeah, I feel like that helps. That's, that's, that's like the perfect kind of coach, at least in my opinion.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes. I try to stay positive. I try to stay positive. You know, there's a, there's a time for, for discipline and, you know, having to be stern, but I try to just keep it positive. I want everyone to have a good time. I feel like they get more out of it if they're having fun. So as long as they're having fun and doing what they're supposed to, that's kind of how I like to focus my team's.
0: Do you have favorites as a as a coach? Um I don't I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a yes. That's totally a yes. Oh, you're so busted.
1: (laughs) I I wouldn't say favorites, but there's just junior high girls, some of them are very spunky and they want to talk to you and you know, it's almost like, I don't know. They're just so personable, you know, they want to, they want to talk to you and they want to work hard for you, but then there's other ones that are kind of shy. And so it's hard. Like, I want to break their shell. Like, come on, let's, you know, let's have a conversation. So it's, I I love them all though. You you can't pick favorites, but there's just certain, certain types of kids that, you you know, kind of gravitate towards certain kids One yeah I mean I, I gravitate towards all of them but that's I just fair. the the ones that you know they'll give me a hard time I just think that's funny because that's exactly how I was with my coaches that's cool
0: yeah that's cool uh it's it seems like you really enjoy it like when you talk about coaching I can see like your whole mood just
1: woo, like, <laughs>
0: it's, it's really cool
1: it's cool to see I'm glad because that's what I do for a living. It's what I do every day. So it's always fun when you love what you do. You know, I know oh, everybody yeah. says that, but such a cliche thing to say, but it's true.
0: I mean, cliches are a thing for a reason though, right? Cliches you're you're very thing. right. You're very right. That's that's what I said. Like if, if something is a cliche, it has to have some truth to it. Like there's just, yeah, there's, there's no way it's a universally known thing for it not mm. to be true. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. do you do anything
1: other than these podcasts do
0: you uh yeah i have a day job um i'm in i'm in sales um kind of the tech world um not my dream job but it's it's fine um I, yeah I enjoy, I enjoy being a salesperson uh through and through um but no like uh i, I i'm a musician um, by trade that's what i went to school with, school for um i do these podcasts for a lot of fun and hopefully to do something more with them um oh cool yeah I just I, I really enjoy entertaining people that's that's kind of what I've has always been in yeah. real house um yeah as a kid I was always the one that uh if someone was filming I had to be in front of the camera <laughs> you yep. know what I mean um and my grand my grandparents had plenty of videos of me doing just that so <laughs> um but no, I, I you know, I, I've been a musician since I was five and um, yeah, I just, I've, I've always really enjoyed doing some sort of entertainment. That's, that's kind of, you know. That's, that's so cool.
1: I see, I see your guitars hanging back there. So you play guitar and I do. Yeah. Do you write it's, songs or you just kind of cover songs?
0: Uh, no, I do write. Um, I haven't really posted anything um, up. I just, I've been in cover bands and you know, when I was younger, I was in bands that kind of toured and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm in my 30s now, so I'm getting married and have a house and a mortgage, so you know how that goes. Uh, you kind of settle. Yeah, down. that's
1: awesome. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, but yeah, no, it's you know, music's still a huge passion of mine. I, I love playing, love writing, love jamming with people and singing. So mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you know, you do from there. So yeah. And I'm actually trying to get into stand up comedy now as well. So, oh, nice. Something I've been kind of doing uh, throughout the, the pandemic is like, you know what? I, I think I can kind of do this. So, I've been making notes,
1: getting kind of a set going. And yeah. I that is really cool. Too, so, yeah. The pandemic just really getting people to go out and try new things. Oh, yeah. My fiance gave me a ton of material
0: because we were around each other all day, every day. So oh.
1: <laughs> At her expense?
0: Not at, not necessarily at her expense. Well, some of it at her expense. But <laughs> if she asks, this is from an ex, not from her. No, she's perfect.
1: There you
0: go. There you go. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, the, the pandemic kind of made me like just view life in a very different way because I was so used to going into the office, making phone calls, doing this, doing that, doing the other, and then to just have it stop and have to stay in my house or that that, that yeah. apartment and be with one person and not see your family and then kind of see, like, this is kind of cynical, but see the world kind of go a little nuts for a little while there. It was, like, kind of interesting to me, like, you could talk about this and, and make it funny. like <laughs> I used yeah. to my fiancé all the time. And, yeah, from there, I just writing stuff down typing well putting it on my iphone but just like that so now i have like this long list and i'm trying to make it cohesive
1: oh that's awesome i can't wait for for you to start putting some of that out there thank you
0: i i absolutely will When once i get uh, up there and and do it i absolutely will
1: yeah <laughs> i'm sure it's nerve-wracking i don't honestly i'm
0: not that nervous about it
1: Yeah. Are you scared you're going to go on stage and tell jokes and then no one's going to laugh? Um, well, now I am. (laughs) No, don't be, don't be. You'd be great. You'd be great.
0: No, no, honestly, I don't really care. Um, if people laugh or not, um, I I just kind of want to do it more for me than anything.
1: I get that. I get that. That's exactly how I feel about TikTok in general. Like I don't, I don't have, you know, duets or stitches or any of that stuff turned on because somebody had commented on one of my videos and was like, you know, if you allow this to be stitched or duetted more people, it would be, you know, you get more views because more people would probably duet on it or whatever. But I don't, I don't care. Like I'm not here for views. I'm not here for followers. I do it to fulfill that theater side of me that I did not, you know, accomplish. So I just do it for fun. And I feel like it keeps my brain young having to memorize all of the lines that I'm lip singing <laughs> or lip talking.
0: Not, not only that you're so good at like mimicking. I know I've only seen like movie stuff with you where you're, where you're kind of miming, I guess, miming the movie that be the right term anyway where you're you know talk uh, mimicking the audio and uh you're like facial expressions of body movements changing between characters within like this one minute clip is like amazing to me like i i wish i could do that like you you're
1: like it is Ed, one of my one
0: of my few talents i <laughs> don't when you take the glass off you're like Fumble Ruski. I was like, Oh my God, that was so good. It's like, I'm watching the movie <laughs> again.
1: Like, I had to do know. that. Zoom in too. I know.
0: It, that's what I'm saying. You're so good at that. Like it's the timing is just perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Do you, how many takes does it take you? Is it usually one? Or do you, how do you, how do you do all that? Those videos?
1: Okay. I have to tell you. So the very first one that I did the like spike don't play with girls, that was before I figured out, you know, the easy route to do things. So what I would do is I would record the one character in that outfit. And then when their little line was done, I would change into the next character's outfit and then do the next character. Then I'd have to put Spike back on, Mm -hmm. do his part. You know, so I'm doing it all in TikTok. So every time a different person changes, I have to stop recording, do like a wardrobe change and then record the next person. And then I thought, why am I not just recording one person at a time, saving it, then recording the next person all one at a time and then clip it all together like in a different app. So now that I figured that out, it does not take me very long at all. Um, But if there's a character that has a lot of words at one time, that could take me a while because I'm a perfectionist. So even if my lips just look slightly off on one word, I'm like, nope, that's no good. That is no good, start over. Okay, I got it this time. So sometimes, you know, some of those videos that I've done that are like 15 seconds long have taken me almost two hours just because I'm like, my lips didn't line up just right. <clears throat> my hair did a weird thing. No, no, like it has to be just right. So I, I spent way too much time on that. That that was my like pandemic hobby <laughs> was learning how to do all of that. <laughs>
0: I have to be honest with you. I do the first way that you do it when I do videos of transitions where I just do one character, change, do another character. Now I just, I switch hats. That's, that's my thing. I can yeah. everything else the same, but I just switch a hat, which has been easier. But I was going yeah. to find out what app you use because that would make my life so easy.
1: Oh, I, <laughs> use, I use Splice. There you go. <laughs> Splice. I
0: think I have Splice, actually. Yep. Yeah. I use it to do these uh, when I post these, uh, these podcast clips. Yep. There you go. That's all I use. (laughs) Easy enough. Thank you for that tip. (laughs) Yes, you're welcome. Do you actually record like in the app or do you do it on your, your phone's camera and then put it in displays?
1: I can't figure out how to do it on the phone's camera because I don't know how to get the audio to play at the same time. So I have to do it in the TikTok app. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll like record it, but then I can't post it as a private video and save it because it'll have like, you know how it has your little tag in the top corner and the bottom. Yeah. So what I have to do is I have to preview it and do like when you, when you preview it before you post it, that little box in the corner and it goes full screen. So you can see what it'll look like, but then there's another box in the corner to take away all the side and bottom stuff. So I have to oh, click I didn't that. Know. I didn't know yes. That. So I have to click that and then screen record so then, I, so then it doesn't have any of the extra stuff on it. It doesn't have my tag at the bottom. It doesn't have all the icons down the side. It doesn't have the tag that disappears. Yeah. It's a process.
0: You're, you're giving me a lot of TikTok stuff right now, and I love it. Thank you. Yes.
1: I, whatever <laughs> I can do to help.
0: <laughs> I'm sure people are loving hearing this, by the way. The Good. Show, but hey, that's so cool. There. Yeah. Yep. So little, um, little hacks for you. Hmm. So what, um, what kind of made you gravitate towards like the movies and doing the the voiceovers for the movies and such?
1: Um, pretty much just like the theater stuff. Uh, I think I told you this before our zoom, but I'm not that interesting of a person. So I don't have a lot of original things to talk about or, you know, make funny. I think I had a little mini series for a while. It was, um, things that I did growing up that drove my parents crazy that I totally understand now that I'm an adult. So it was like, that was the one thing I did that kind of got, you know, some attention on it. Uh, That was just me being me, but I don't know. I think it just has to do with like the dressing up and playing the different characters, especially when you have such great characters, like in the little giants movies, there's just so many different people to portray and I just, it's just so fun. Especially when you do get the people that say, how do you look like every single character? You know, when I do Junior, when I do Junior, I have to have those like little hairs hanging down in the front and when I do Icebox, I have to have like the ponytail in the back and Rick Moranis, which that's not his name to me, Danny, the glasses and Ed O'Neill with the gum. That has been by far my favorite thing. Any Ed O'Neill scene, I'm like, yes, Get
0: that bubble gum out. <laughs> Ed O'Neill will always be Al Bundy to me. Every every time oh, I see him in anything, yeah. I call him Al Bundy. I not...
1: I didn't watch that show a lot. I know that my parents used to watch it some, so I've seen it in passing. But he will always be Coach O'Shea. Coach, Coach
0: O'Shea. O'Shea. Coach O'Shea is a close second. But I uh, I used to watch Married with Children when I wasn't supposed to be when I was a child. So um, yeah, he will he will always be Al Bundy to me. My favorite. <laughs> This is how I know me and my fiance were meant to be. She's the same way. So we were watching Modern Family, and I don't even remember his name <sighs> great on the show. show. I don't even remember his name on the show because every time he'd come up with Jay, that, Jay, Jay. Jay
1: Gloria
0: always yells right. it. Jay Pritchett, that's right. <laughs> but we would always call him, oh, yeah, when Al Bundy and Sofia Vergara, we would never say <laughs> the <names laughs> <of> the show.
1: <laughs> oh, Modern Family, that's a great show, too. That show, That's I, a good I didn't,
0: one. I didn't watch it when it was actually on the air. Like I, I, Me re- neither. I refused to watch it. And then the pandemic came, we watched it and I was like, how did I not watch this show? It is so funny.
1: It is so good. It's not even that I refused to watch it. I didn't know where I could watch old episodes at. And That's- so I just, I didn't want to jump in. I knew they were winning all these awards and stuff, but I didn't just want to jump in in the middle and not really understand, you know, character background stories and stuff. Right. So when I finally saw it on Hulu, it did not take me long to get through the entire show. Oh, yeah, I was it was on constantly. Us too.
0: Isn't that isn't so that funny? Amazing? How many shows have have you watched like in its entirety in like two weeks <laughs> since it's become a thing to watch it
1: all? Um a lot. I watch a lot of TV. I <laughs> I hate that, but you know, I talk to people I'm like, do you watch this show? No. Oh, okay. Do you watch this show? How much TV do you watch? Where do you have time to watch TV? But I have a lot of shows and a lot of TV that I watch.
0: What are you watching right now?
1: Um, well, this is not like a current on TV thing, but my my Netflix have it on in the background show is New Girl. It used to be The Office, oh, but the they took that off and I don't have Peacock. So um, New Girl is now my new office. I love New Just, Girl. Just, it's always it's on. I just finished it and then I restarted it a few days ago. So
0: every time I hop onto a curb when we're at Disney or something, I go parkour. Because <laughs> every single time I do something where like I have like the most minuscule bit of athletic anything. Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> and my fiance hates it.
1: <laughs> oh come on. <laughs>
0: she's she's come around though the other day, she did do it. She likes took a step and she goes parkour and then she goes oh no what am i doing
1: why am i stopping? oh I like, she's ah, hanging out with you too much
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> i love new girl it's a great show
1: when is when is the big day october 30th <gasps> oh that's exciting yeah it's going to be nice weather
0: hopefully yeah that's that's also uh, like the end of raining season here so hopefully it'll be nice weather um
1: oh okay yeah. where florida is that what
0: you said yeah, we live in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah,
1: so we're we're, we're uh, taking a trip to Orlando this summer for the first time. We're gonna go to Universal and see Harry Potter World.
0: Awesome! You're gonna have such a blast. I we're know. I can't travel. wait. <laughs> yeah, it's we were actually there yesterday. Believe it or not, it's it's so much fun. Yeah,
1: you just went. Like, hey, let's go to Universal.
0: Yeah, it was it was Valentine's Day. We were originally oh, supposed yeah. to sell. Well, we were supposed to celebrate last Friday because we don't like to do it on the day. And um, we ended up both not feeling very good. So we didn't go. Yeah. So yesterday we were just around the house and I was like, Hey, you're not working. I don't really have much to do at work. Do you want to go to universal? So we went and ate dinner and walked around. It was great.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so cool. that You can just go do that anytime for us. This is like, this is a once in a lifetime chance. <laughs> Let's go to universal. You're oh, like, yeah, I'm bored. You want to go to, you want to go to universal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> believe me, I, I get how lucky I am to do that. Like, before we moved here, coming to Universal, I hadn't, so before I met my fiance, I hadn't been to Universal or Disney in like 15 years. I, like the last time I went, I was a kid. So it, it was like a very big deal. And now it's like very cool to be like, oh, let's go do that. And we can just walk around for a couple hours and then leave.
1: Like, oh, it's, definitely.
0: It's it's definitely surreal. Like, you know, 33-year-old me has to look at, you know, 11-year-old me and be like, hey, buddy, we did it. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna
1: you're gonna come to this place a lot
0: a lot this is good you know how you used to go to the park to play
1: basketball this is your new basketball all right that is so cool what are what are some good attractions at universal we're obviously going mainly for the harry potter stuff i think we're only going to go for one day we're not doing a two-day thing but we're doing the one-day park to park pass
0: there's a lot to do in the harry potter worlds there's two of them. Um, I
1: think that that's going to take up our whole day. We probably won't even have time to see any of the other stuff.
0: If you are going to do one other thing. Okay. Are you into like roller coasters and throw rides? I am. Okay. If you are, there's a Jurassic world one called the VelociCoaster. It is literally the scariest, most fun thing I've ever done in my life. It's amazing. okay.
1: And I love I love the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. So that's also exciting that it's something that I like. Yeah,
0: I, w- I won't tell you anything about the the ride, but it's a, it, oh gosh. I'll just tell you it's a roller coaster. And it is okay. an absolute blast. And I felt like I was going to die. It was great.
1: It It's not one of those. Um, somebody said that a lot of the the rides are not real roller coasters. there, though, where you sit and you feel like you're on one, but it's just kind of oh. moving.
0: No, this one's a real roller coaster. Very Ooh, real okay. roller coaster. Yeah. Very, very real, very high roller coaster. <laughs> oh gosh very fast roller coaster I love that I that's great the Harry Potter rides are a blast too one of them got okay. me sick one of them got me sick I will say that was it
1: the Hagrid's
0: no it wasn't Hagrid's it was the okay. um uh oh, what's it called the one where they're actually in the castle I don't remember the name of it but it's the ride that's inside Hogwarts okay you'll, you'll know when you get there you'll see
1: I, I tried to join some kind of of a facebook group that was um uh universal studios harry potter and so people were posting you know questions or um saying hey we're going to be there tomorrow what are what do we need to hit up and uh, a lot of people were saying that one ride made them sick like somebody actually got sick on the ride so a lot of people were saying to take some kind of emotion sickness medicine beforehand if you plan to go on that ride
0: if you ha- have motion sickness, do not go on the Simpsons ride. I can tell you that. Oh, is that a universal? That's a universal, yeah. There's there's a okay. whole there's a whole Springfield in Universal. So it's like a whole Simpsons line.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: But the ride itself, I had to go puke after. It was that oh, bad.
1: Oh yeah. no. <clears throat>
0: oh man. I know. I know. But aside from that, I was good. I was good at every other one. So- <laughs>
1: What was it about it? Was it just really jerky? That's what gets me are the ones that, like, they're not smooth. They're kind of like,
0: this. This one was very jerky, and it was also, Mm. so it's one of those ones where you're inside of a thing, but you're looking at a screen the whole time, um, and it makes you... Oh, yeah, I can't do that. And the problem with it is, too, I'm tall. I'm 6'3", and the screen itself was lower than me, so I was almost looking down at it, and it's almost like a 3D thing. So my... Perception was like way off. So I got really bad motion sickness because I it felt like I was diving in the whole time.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
0: So
1: that, that does not sound
0: fun. For some people, they enjoy it, I guess.
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't do that either. When they started coming out with those roller coaster ones, you know, just at arcades. Yeah. Those made me sick.
0: I forgot about those things. Those were
1: yeah. Oof. That was like if I rode that, the rest of the day I was done. It made my head hurt. I have such sensitive, I don't even know what you'd call it, but we had a Nintendo growing up. Mario goes left or right, or he jumps. But once they came out with what the, was it the first PlayStation or the Nintendo 64, where you could move in a complete circle? Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. People were really into the James Bond games, and it made me so sick. Goldeneye, you know?
0: Oh man, Goldeneye, that game.
1: Yeah, the those games, games made me sick. I could not watch the screen.
0: That, that, that game is the Tom Brady of video games. For me. <laughs> I love that game.
1: <laughs> that's the first game everyone talks about whenever they bring up like a 64. Wasn't to, it
0: 64? A 64, yeah.
1: Okay, that's what I
0: thought. I used to love that game. Me and my cousin, we would always... We Would always try to like go to the highest point possible and then use our sniper rifle and shoot people in the head. We thought that was so fun because you could see oh my blood, gosh, because you could see blood squirt out right. And I was 11, 12 when it came out, so we were like, Oh, yeah. you made his head explode, go to another guy, do another guy, do another guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Easily entertained as children,
0: oh yeah. I can tell you that the little roller coaster things in the mall never bothered me. Oh, really? <laughs> what did. The carousel. Yeah, I know. A carousel? Carousels. Not even the spinning teacup or whatever, the horses. And they don't even go so fast. Sick. I don't know what it is, but the going up and down and spinning at the same time used to destroy destroy me as a kid.
1: Wow, really? Uh-huh. Ever since I was a kid, anything that spins, I'm out. The spinny rides are my favorite. I yeah, love I- the tilt-a-whirl where the platform's doing this and the chairs are going crazy. The... That's one of my
0: favorites. Oh, you're getting me sick just talking about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: We, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the girl in the, in the cart that's going, lean this way, lean <laughs> this way. And everyone's like, stop.
0: Uh, see, I looked more like the guys in the sandlot after they ate all the tobacco. <laughs> that was, that was me. I had that look on my face. Like, oh no, like a, oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you ever do it when you were a kid after they had, like, big chief, cha, the big stuff? I used to get Little uh, little Big League, Little Big Chew. Big Chew. Big Chew, thank you. I used to get that, got all my friends would be like, cha, the good stuff. And then I'd get, like, a massive handful and chew it for no reason on a baseball field.
1: 100%. 100%. And when they came out with the beef jerky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. I would never, ever do like tobacco dip or anything, but I just thought that was so cool. Like, you know, when you're a kid and you have the the candy cigarettes. Oh yeah. So it's so terrible. But when you're a kid you're like (laughs) this is so cool. And yeah, especially when the sandlot was popular and I
0: used to get the beef jerky and keep it right here. I would just suck on the juices. Suck on the meat juices. (laughs) I would never actually eat it.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Oh my goodness. That's like the people who suck on the sunflower seeds just to get, you know, the salty part of it off, but then they don't actually chew the sunflower seeds because it's too much work. But there are people that do that? There are people that do that. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. What is wrong with
0: people? That's like sacrilegious.
1: I don't know. It happens.
0: God, I don't love sunflower seeds. They're they're such like the perfect snack. Salty. They're,
1: they're the best road trip snack. If you have to drive somewhere that's going to take you, you know, five plus hours... Those are essential to keeping you awake. That and like a good playlist.
0: You know, I can never get the right playlist because I always get bored with it because I want to know what's the next song. What's the next song. What's the next song. (sighs) Yeah. I'm so impatient. I'm so impatient. Mm.
1: You like make a playlist, but then you can't enjoy it because you're too antsy about it. I'm too antsy for what's coming next. Yep. Oh, you just so got to live in that song. Got to live in the current song. The worst thing that could have
0: happened to me was getting a car where I could switch the songs on the steering wheel because then it's so, oh. easy, it's so easy just to. Yep. No, nope. mm-hmm. actually having to physically press a button and turn it up that way. Yeah. That's a lot, that's a lot of work when you got to pay attention to, you know. I know. You're, you're, you you're have this, to like, like
1: look.
0: You're in this death trap, weighs like thousands of pounds, and you have people in the car with you. You can't just look at something. But here you just, nope. Nope. Don't want to hear that. No, thank you. Katy Perry. No, I'm good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would not skip a Katy Perry. Probably. (laughs) I do like Katy Perry. That that was just the first
0: person that came to mind for some reason.
1: (laughs) It is. She is one of the first people that just will pop into your head. Yeah. I I
0: like I was Doug Katy Perry. So I saw her not to be the, I saw her before she was famous guy, but I saw her on warp tour, like in 2004. And I remember she was doing like, like pop punk. I remember being like, "Huh, this is cool. And I remember thinking she was like super hot, of course, because she is. And I was like, Oh, she's super hot. then I kind of forgot about her. And then like four or five years later, she was like the biggest superstar in the world. And I'm like, Oh, I remember her that good for her.
1: I mean, that's yeah. not at all what she was playing a few
0: years ago, but good for her, man. That's great.
1: No, I'll, I'll be that guy too. I saw Taylor Swift open for Rascal Flats in like 2006 or 2007. And she stood on stage with her guitar, long curly hair, like I'm talking the original Taylor and just like a banner hanging behind her that looked like clouds. And then it had her name written on it in her signature And, you know, my friend and I, we were big Taylor Swift fans. So we were there like excited to see her, but knowing where she's at now and that I could probably never go to a Taylor Swift concert. Like I'm sure tickets would be so expensive.
0: Right.
1: I just, I I think it's so cool that I have seen her live before. And it was before she was like this huge worldwide pop star. It's,
0: It's pretty crazy how that happens, right? Like you see yeah. people that like and you always kind of have a feeling too about some people like i have a feeling they're gonna be pretty big one day yeah and they, and they are
1: i don't know she's just so good she just has you know she had the country and then she went pop and then uh, she's just good yeah, i i've never been the
0: biggest fan of her music i have to be honest but i've always respected, some people aren't yeah i've always respected the hell out of her though like, yeah she, she's a great songwriter she's I loved that she did the country thing and then consciously said, no, I'm going pop. And then went for it like a hundred percent. And it worked. -hmm. Like she was, I was like, good for her, man. Like, yeah. Again, I'm not a huge fan of the music, but I can't, I can't like hate on that. Like she was good for her. That's amazing. It's amazing what she's done.
1: Exactly. I know. It's crazy. I actually just went to a, uh, some venue in Dallas was putting on this, they called it Swift and Sour Night, where they were only playing Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo music. And I thought, this is going to be the closest thing I get to a Taylor Swift concert. It's just going to be a ton of people in one setting screaming Taylor Swift lyrics. And it was a great time. It was awesome. it was so fun. So much emotion in one place. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: That's how I feel about emo nights. Have you ever been to
1: an emo night? No, but there's one in that same venue coming up in like May. And I I want to go. It's, they said, My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, and many others. So I'm curious who the many others are. I mean, probably Paramore, you know? Oh, for sure, Paramore. So, um, I'm. I oh, don't know, I lost you. What do I hit?
0: Okay, I got you. I can hear you. I, I can't see you anymore, but I can hear you.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, How I was getting a phone call. Weird. Uh, It was a spam call. It was from a state (laughs) that I don't recognize, but anyways, yeah. um, I would love to go to one of those. They look fun. I've seen people on TikTok, you know, post clips of a night that they went to one and that was like my later high school years, we were into, you know, the fallout boy and Paramore. So that would be a very nostalgic night.
0: Back when I lived in Texas, there was an emo cover band that used to tour around Austin And they were called Y'all Out Boy, and I thought that was the greatest thing ever.
1: They were called what?
0: Y'all Out Boy.
1: Y'all Out Boy. Oh, I like
0: that. (laughs) They would dress up in like super, like stereotypical emo stuff, and like they all had their hair grown out, so they could do the like swoop bangs. Yep, the bangs. It was awesome. The dude sounded exactly like Bert McCracken from The Used when they played any Used music, and I was like, dude, this is amazing. I love these guys. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah that sounds like a lot of fun i now i'm gonna have to go now i'm gonna have to go you just seal the deal for me
0: the pressure's on now it's it's you mm-hmm. put it out there it's it is on video recording now so you have to go okay <laughs> with that believe it or not we're at an hour oh wow i know that How went by really fast? fast so um yeah thank you so much for being on um do oh yeah thanks to- again for having me yeah. Do you, I don't know if you want to tell people where they can find you like on TikTok or anything so they can check out your videos. Cause I'm sure people would love to see them. So. Oh, okay. Flo- floor is yours. Cool.
1: Um, I don't even, I have to like look on my phone because I don't even know. I think my username is <laughs> at Abby with five B's and four Y's and then 20. Abby 20 with five B's and four Y's. It's
0: it's it's like they're calling you out in a stadium in the nineties,
1: ladies. Abby. Everyone, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Live for that nostalgia, the nineties. Awesome. Well, Abby, this
0: has been a blast. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope to have you on again. That would be amazing. And I've really enjoyed oh, talking yeah. to talk you. So, um, yeah. So thanks again, and thank you everyone for listening.
1: Thank you.